Hey, welcome back to episode number seven of the Digital Discussions Unfiltered podcast. I cannot believe that it's July already, but also that means that it's not that long until my five day free Pinterest challenge starts. I have been working so hard on it and I'm super excited for people to actually start getting involved. So starting on Monday the 13th of July, every morning I will be sending out an email with a small task, a little bit of action uh, for you to do in order for you to optimise your Pinterest profile, understand the platform a little bit better and grow your account so that it can obviously drive more traffic to your website resulting in more sales and more money for your business. All the important stuff. I'll leave the link uh, to sign up in the show notes below and it's also in the link in my bio over on Instagram and on Facebook and if you just want to go straight to my website it's lornascully.com you can find it all there. So fun fact a little bit of a story time for this week I've had quite a few technical difficulties over the last week or so. I was actually due to start promoting said Pinterest challenge um, kind of around the week before last but my email marketing platform had other plans obviously why wouldn't it so I was using MailerLite at the time and it's just had an awful lot of downtime lately which obviously was not great timing but to be fair it's the only problem that I've had whilst I've been with that platform but it was just super 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 frustrating because I couldn't start promoting and getting people to sign up when I was ideal so I felt like I had to make a bit of a snap decision so I did I've moved email marketing over to Aweber which I've heard so many good things about whilst you know I won't lie some of the functionality does feel a little bit clunky there are so many different email service providers out there that you can test and trial there's lots of kind of free trials and all that kind of stuff um and Aweber have one as well I did decide to go for the paid for version to begin with but again it's one of those things that you can kind of cancel anytime so I think if I come into any kind of problems then I don't mind upping and moving again but it's just one of those things um you know life happens I guess but I just kind of wanted to bring it up because I know a lot of people kind of come across these challenges And it can be really disheartening. So I just kind of, I guess I just wanted to say that it does happen to all of us. um, And it is what it is. But I'm definitely going to kind of keep watch on Aweber. A lot of people ask me a lot of the time, what's the best email marketing software to use? Obviously, everywhere you look, everyone says MailChimp. I think kind of times have moved on a little bit. But I'm going to be kind of keeping an eye on it and seeing if I would actually recommend it to clients. So maybe I'll do um, an episode in the future about that. And then on Sunday, generally when I record my podcast episodes, I know lastminute.com, let me live. I recorded my episode, I edited it and then it corrupted. So yeah, Lorna a year ago probably would have absolutely busted her bum stayed up all night and re-recorded it, stayed up after hours, but I won't lie, I really felt like, you know, the tank was empty, I could barely keep my eyes open, and it just, it wouldn't have been a decent episode, so 
let <laughs> let it go, absolutely let it go, and um, just re-recorded it. So I guess I just wanted to share those two things, just as a, a little bit of a rem- reminder that occasionally, you know, stuff happens, life happens, things break, and it's okay if you kind of miss a normal deadline. I am kicking myself a little bit because consistency for me is just such a key thing. And so for me to miss kind of a podcast day, yeah, it's hurt me internally, I won't lie. But you know, no one died, the world isn't going to end and I just needed a good night's sleep and just so that I could re-record it. Simples. Anyway, episode seven. Today I wanted to touch on Pinterest. Obviously, I mean, I've got the challenge starting, so why wouldn't I? But generally speaking, I absolutely love Pinterest and I think it's really, really underused by many businesses. And I'm not just talking small business, big business underuse it as well, they don't use it enough. But I think it's somewhere that, especially when it kind of comes to time poor small business owners, it's definitely a place that we could be utilising better in order to grow businesses. So over the last couple of weeks, I've been asking lots and lots of questions over on my Instagram stories about Pinterest. You know, do people love it? Do they hate it? Use it for business or not? Know how to use it for their business or not? And... I'll be honest, the results were really quite interesting, to be fair. So, of my audience, 74% of people said that they didn't use Pinterest to promote their business. However, 74 out of the 103 people that completed my kind of quizzes said that they didn't know how to use it for their business. And that's kind of where the idea for the challenge came from, really, if I'm honest. Just to help on that kind of starting line of teaching small businesses how to use it. I've had some pretty interesting conversations in my DMs recently about Pinterest and the general consensus is that people are so used to using it for their personal lives that they don't really see how it kind of fits into their business and I kind of just want to start challenging that a little bit because you know planning your wedding or what your new kitchen's going to look like or looking for new hairstyle inspiration to take to your next hair appointment that's all great but even if you were to take a step back from that and think about how you're using it that's exactly how your potential clients are using it or customers are using it as well so yeah just think about that for a second okay in today's episode I wanted to cover quite simply how to get started on Pinterest and a few do's and don'ts So let's get into it. Okay, so let's start right at the beginning. Why should you be using Pinterest for your business? So I won't lie, I'm about to geek out a little bit. But here's some facts and figures for you. So Pinterest has... 335 million active monthly users. Yes, that's worldwide. And yes, that's a lot of people. (laughs) And of those people, 71% of them are female. So if your target audience is female in any way, shape or form, you're going to want to pay attention. Another stat for you, there are 2 billion, yep, that's with a B, searches on Pinterest every single month and of those searches 97% of them are unbranded 
which I think is one of the reasons why I feel like it's undervalued by a lot of small businesses because what that means is you're not competing with the likes of you know people that are searching for Pandora jewellery or uh, I don't know I can't think of another example um Clinton's cards I'm sorry I can't think of anything else but they're simply searching for you know sterling silver ring or funny birthday card you're already you're not competing with those big boys if you like so yeah there's quite a few reasons why I absolutely love the platform one being that it's absolutely great for driving brand awareness you know on pinterest your pins your content it's not just shown to your followers in fact followers are like the least measured or cared about metric on the platform yes you still have followers but your content is shown to anyone and everyone all over the world all users people that have previously shown an interest in content just like yours or people that are searching for the content that you're posting about, which is all determined by keywords, which we'll get to in a second. But it just goes to show people don't have to be following you in order to see your new content. So whereas a lot of our content is shown to our followers on Instagram or Facebook, albeit a small percentage of our followers, but nonetheless, generally speaking, apart from kind of searches via kind of hashtags and that kind of thing it's not just kind of shared to the whole wide world and then secondly pinterest is different from all of the other social channels it's kind of wrong that it's grouped as a social media platform because it's great for driving traffic unlike all of the other platforms facebook instagram even the likes of linkedin the purpose isn't to keep you on that platform It's to get the answer the user is looking for by driving them away from Pinterest. You only get one link in your Instagram bio. It's constantly being tried and tested on LinkedIn by users to see if posting an external link in the post reduces the post reach. This is why you'll often see link in the comments. Pinterest isn't like that. It wants people to get the answers that they're looking for, just like Google. Hence why we call it a visual search engine. Another thing to note is the lifespan of your content on Pinterest. It's relatively well known that your Facebook posts, your Instagram posts, your tweet or whatever it is, isn't distributed forever. Generally speaking, you post, your content's then pushed out to users if you like, and it will continue to be distributed based on how much engagement it gets, right? Unless you go looking for an Instagram post through hashtag searches, let's say for example, it's very rare that you're going to see a post from 2018. That is not the case with Pinterest. I could pin something tomorrow and it could appear within the user's search results for the next three, six, nine months time. It's said that a pin has a half lifespan of three and a half months. Why it's half-life, I don't know, don't ask. But you you don't really get that on any other platform. Look, all of that being said, as per usual, it's not for everyone. All different types of content are not going to work on Pinterest. It's not going to work for all businesses, but the fact that you're even listening to this says to me that I may have just piqued your interest and it might be relevant. 
Generally speaking, you can find a lot of bloggers on Pinterest. So in terms of business, if you're blogging a lot for your business on your website, great. If you create helpful kind of how-to content, fabulous. You know, I had one client who I worked with, Claire. She asked me not to share her business, so I'm going to respect that. Who we worked together through my three-month coaching package and we worked on, you know, the holdups that Claire was having around marketing her business. And when we kind of reevaluated where she was spending all of her time and what she enjoyed doing and all that great stuff, a lot of her time was being spent on Instagram, about 80% of her time. And in terms of return on investment, it just wasn't great. The most sales that we could attribute in one month from Instagram was about £200. So... Claire sells craft products that people, you know, they use to make things. So whether it's stamps or inks or all that kind of stuff. And I think one of the reasons our relationship works so well is because I have experience in that industry. You know, having worked at two TV craft shopping channels is going to do that for you. And so I challenged Claire to start spending a little bit more time on Pinterest. We worked together on a strategy We did training on the basics of Pinterest and how to optimise it and all of that fabulous stuff. And oh my God, by the end of our three months together in April of this year, yep, even at the beginning of a pandemic, she generated almost £4,700 in revenue through Pinterest alone. Just by working on the type of content she was creating focusing on scheduling pins so she wasn't always on Pinterest and optimising her profile, boards and pins so that they could easily be found. Her account is now soaring. And remember when I mentioned about the lifespan of content? Claire is still getting views and sales on products that were new this time last year. And if she keeps them, if she decides to keep them in stock, I have absolutely no doubt that she'll probably be getting sales on them this time next year. So if you're just starting out, then I wanted to give you a little bit of a helping hand and as always, a few little tips of pieces of action that you can do right now to make sure that you start off on the right foot. So number one, make sure that you've got a business account. There are a few differences between a business and a personal account. For starters, you'll get access to tons of analytics so that you can see which of your pins are performing the best and all of that great stuff. You'll also be able to run paid ads on Pinterest if you wish to. And you can also apply for rich pins, which is a topic for another day. (laughs) Okay, so number two, make sure you claim your web presence. So within the settings on Pinterest, in the top right-hand corner, you'll see your settings. You will see claim on the left-hand side. Make sure you claim your website. Uh, To do this, you basically have to insert a little piece of code onto your website. But there's full instructions on Pinterest on how to do that. This essentially just kind of tells Pinterest that you're legit and you're not spammy. And basically to trust you, which in turn, you know, gets passed on to Pinterest users. You also have the option to claim your YouTube account, Etsy store and Instagram profile. So if you have these three things then absolutely link them together. Action number three, 
do your keyword research. So keywords are basically the words or phrases that people use in that search bar at the top to look for things. I go into so much more detail about keywords and how to find the right ones during my five day free challenge. But essentially I would start with thinking about the words that describe your business, your products and your services. So for example, you might make jewellery. So one of your keywords might be handmade jewellery. Pop that into the search box at the top on, on Pinterest and across the top after you hit enter, you'll see almost kind of like little coloured tiles uh, with other words in it. Those other words are the words that people also use to search for products just like yours. So they're other keywords. So just combine a list of all of these things and then we'll kind of go through where to use them next. And finally, action point number four, because frankly, I could give you so many. Psst, sign up to my challenge and you'll get so many more. <laughs> um, okay, so number four, optimize your profile. So when you've discovered all of those wonderful keywords, it's time to use them. So you can use them all throughout your profile. So again, click settings in the top right hand corner. And I want you to have a play around with your display name and your about section. It's kind of best practice to get some juicy keywords in there too, so that your profile is discovered by more people. Think about it, when people are searching for those things, they're either going to come across pins or profiles. So we want to make sure that you're absolutely available in all of those spots. Then you're also going to want to add those keywords to your boards. So your board titles and your board descriptions. We want to make sure that as many people can find you as possible. And then I guess last but very much not least, get pinning. It's not as scary as you think. It's just about making good looking, visually appealing graphics that relate to wherever you're linking that pin to on your website, be that a service page, a blog post or a product page. And making sure that people who are actively searching for your products or services can find you. Again, I cover all of this and so, so, so much more during the five-day challenge. And I would love to have you over there if you're still not sure about Pinterest. It's literally over the course of five days, Monday to Friday. I'll be popping you an email first thing in the morning with a little bit of a task. <laughs> and to explain what the hell I'm talking about to help you out. You'll also receive a handy workbook on Sunday so that you're all set up and ready to go. You don't have to do it within those five days. Let's face it, you'll have all of the emails anyway, so you can do it whenever you like. And I'll be honest, I'm not sure if I'm ever going to do this challenge again. So what have you got to lose? Why not sign up? Plus, there's going to be some cheeky exclusive discounts and announcements for those who take part in the challenge too. So if you're a bit nosy like me, then make sure you sign up. You can do so over on my website. It's lornascully.com and I'll leave the link in the show notes as well. So that's it for this episode. I wanted to keep it short and sweet. If you liked it, why not leave me a review on iTunes? I would really, really appreciate it. And you can find more helpful tips and tricks about Pinterest and everything digital marketing over on my Instagram I'm at Lorna Scully UK. So from me, stay safe and well, and I will speak to you in episode number eight.